why not though? Why not look forward to it? Mm-hmm. Because Wakamvela Che, they obviously know that it's a different vibe and something exciting they all would... Alright, so today we're going to talk about climate change. So this is a climate change program. And then, um, yeah, and the program is brought to you by... Agents for Change Foundation. Yes, by mm-hmm. Agents for Change Foundation. We're going to educate each other on the importance of climate change mitigation methods. Mm-hmm. Climate change mitigation methods is uh, our topic today. And uh, <laughs> good afternoon. Welcome to the show. My name is Felix Mubanga Kangwa Jr. And my name's Ami and I'm Tetwa. All right, sure. So today we'll look at what can be done to mitigate the effects of climate change. So this whole issue, climate change, Imankala, like every time we talk about it, we like we've 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 talked about it a number of times, but we'll never get tired to talk about it because what we want is a change. Yeah, and it actually is the eighth thing. Like right now, mm-hmm. climate change has become like the eighth thing. Like the you know the same way that HIV came to be and then it was just being talked about until eventually it just became a normal day to day um we have to learn to live with it. Exactly. Until we learn to live the same way we learn to live with HIV and AIDS the same way that we need to learn to, le- to learn to live with climate change because right now this is the um it's the current burning topic out, out there. Yeah. And uh, talking of that, when we look at back into the archives 2015 when the world leaders sat at the united nations when they came up with the 17 sustainable development goals you look at the sustainable development goals uh sustainable development goal number 13 is climate action like what action are we taking what vibe are we bringing out to the community what different thing are we doing about the climate actions like climate change mitigation method is exactly what we're talking about so this is why we as wfm are bringing to you another yet another exciting topic on what we're going to talk about climate change and the mitigation effects exactly yes because i mean like um we really need to like cement more on climate change like we really need to like you know bring it out there and make people aware that okay fine the world we're living in actually is not okay like Things are not fine. And you know how it's surprising that people will be out there saying, no, we're not climate change. Not, not. But in actual mm-hmm. sense, it's actually there and we're experiencing it. If it, West of Zambia was, Zambia has experienced it a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Is it this year or the last farming season? The last farming season, yeah. It's really devastating. I remember, I think I went to the village and I found uh, my grandparents' um, <coughs> uh, crops had dried, like all of them, like, uh, they f- they said the time we talked to them on phone, like they said, the crops are okay. Obviously, this year we're even going to send you seven bags of milly mm-hmm. <laughs> By mid January, all the crops turned yellow. Yeah, that's, those are the effects of uh-huh. climate change. So those are the effects we're talking about today. Because if these things are not managed, we will we'll continuously blame the government. But these are like supernatural thing yeah it's a like global uh, not <laughs> supernatural but it's a global <laughs> thing it's a natural thing it's a natural mm-hmm. occurrence anyway so um climate change what really is climate change so the term climate change means a change of climate which is attributed directly or indirectly to human activities that alter the composition of the global atmosphere and which is um additional to natural variability and observed over comparable periods of time mm-hmm very true so like when you look at climate change like there is a normal climate so what is a normal climate is what one thing obviously what our listeners are asking so okay a normal climate could be you know the usual um cold season mm-hmm. starting from june 
What's in Tarika Lili? May, May. somewhere mm-hmm. there, June, July, then August it starts getting a little bit hot. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then um, we've got the uh, rain season coming in starting in October. You know, back in those days, rain could start on 24th October, so in July it's raining. So, you know, I, I, used, I used to think to say because uh, it's because we're celebrating independence. Like That's the, why it's raining. The, the the <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually thought I was the only one who used to believe in that. Mm. I'd be like, ah, guys, every 24th October. Every 24th October, full I look at. I was like, ah, no, you know, just because we're celebrating our independence, then for like, look, so yeah, so speak, still on normal climate. So, um, you get like the um, rain season starting from October and ending more March, more March, yeah, somewhere yeah, March, March, sometimes somewhere April. Sometimes April, yeah, mm-hmm. and then hot season starting August, okay. September. September, October, then October. November, I will mm-hmm. Yeah, mana, mana, then it starts to become exactly. So that's like the normal climate. And then climate change is? Like the change in this normal climate. Mm-hmm. Instead of the rain starting like in, in Ulagai, Tariga, Mo, October. Mo October, December, December, like... Mwa farming season ya indai bambi walimi like some other farmers benzo shanga by 25th December which is not normal now you can uh, ask yourselves a question say what time are they going to harvest ngati shanga pa 25 December then our even our economy is going to be stressed for the for the west mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so these are things which are basically caused mostly mostly by our human activities ourselves in this time of like in terms of climate change we make our climates be uh, the things which are not pleasurable about like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so human activities such as burning fuel are uh, power factories um we've got a lot of factories in zambia even my um, industries for example chilanga has got um don't even go far our very own zambia sugar wow removing some let's deal with the ones that are actually here okay, like starting from literally our very own zambia sugar is a big factory that produces chilanga is equally listening so if even chilanga <laughs> should be included in this uh, zambia sugar chilanga uh, uh-huh. um chilanga cement um wait does textiles is textiles to the interview yeah, it's not there, but we can talk of um, green, uh, the fertilizer company. We had the NCZ, NCZ. National Nitrogen Chemicals of Zambia. Zambia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that those are also big factories. And, and let's not talk of the factories that are actually there in Osaka, in, 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 in industrial area. Industrial area, Chinika Industrial. Chinik, yeah, that um, one literally Mumba has Road. Mumba Road. Mm-hmm. Mumba, yeah, you know. So all those human activities like Talking that. Talking of Mumba, equally, Kafiwe Sugar. Oh, yeah. Sebo. Uh-huh. Sugar is in Mumba. It's those areas, it, it it goes around those areas. Okay, yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, things like that as well. So, yeah, power factories, cars, mm-hmm. buses. Uh, uh, explain more on cars uh, and buses. Cars carbon and buses. monoxide. Cap- carbon monoxide. Yeah, the releasing of carbon monoxide. Yeah, uh-huh. two seeds. You know, do you remember when Zema was trying to actually cut off on the cars, the, on the smoky cars and the smoky buses mm-hmm. on the road? And everyone was up against them. But then why are you up and against them? Do you really know that those same cars, those same smoky cars that are there are actually leading to climate change, actually leading? They're like, because, you know, like we have, like Kangwa mentioned, the the change in climate is actually caused because of our human activities that's like the major cause of the of climate change mm-hmm. so like our our natural greenhouse is alterated so some people would even say the ozone layer in yeah the ozone layer yeah, the ozone mm-hmm. layer is is tempered with and this is more like a global thing of course we are not saying zambia is the only problem in this but we should not be adding to the problem we should mm-hmm. be part of the solution this is exactly why we are here today so these changes cause the atmosphere to trap more heat and 
than it is used leading to a warmer earth like kwapia in october I, I i even wonder how, how we even manage to sleep like in maganiza sometimes in the Mga night october was hot three four times you would wake up sometimes even go and take a bath in the night just because yeah just to cool down mm-hmm, just to cool down and night is for resting why should we be bathing at 024 shanshano <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the gases that actually lead to this climate change are the carbon dioxide, nit- nitrous oxide, and methane. So, Mujitonga, guys. To Ambala, we will talk about right? Yeah, see, climate change is going to talk So, yeah, to Ambala, we will talk about Luo. Nembuli, hinto yoy tujita hilenge ha guti Luo lujinche. Gunga wa luo kushite ngi kujinche. Because climate change kujinche wa luo mbuli mboja wa dega indi. Like mbuli luo mbolo wa dega indi. Kulangana mbolo wa dega indi. Mbolo wa shita ngi mbolo wa jincha. Because tuli hibonse kuti kuti luo lula jincha. Yes. But then it just okay I'm like trying. But then okay but then mbuli kujinche wa luo it's like mbuli mboja wa dega indi. And then we're trying to say that he they're actually being done because of Cambodian mm-hmm. burning of fuels by my factories, I factories, I should produce my gases, carbon dioxide, natural oxide and methane. And then I am I am I am um, aya magma gaseza yangenda amba. Ngalenge ya kutonka muzeolu ajaye what's the ozone layer in Tonga? Magumbi. Magumbi, eh, yes. Eh. Uh-huh. I should disturb Magumbi. Ute kwa the greenhouse, the natural greenhouse, itu kwa bilila, ingayanka kushitangish. Kusungu nukana kushitangish. <laughs> okay, yes. you know, and it's surprising how my tongue just leaves on a monorage. It just okay. goes. Uh-huh. So, um, I, I am like climate change. Like when we're getting sick on a day-to-day basis, we will not even know the things we're getting sick of. Like, for example, the cancers around Wuruwazikuwa kansa. Bantu uh, makansa ya hula mnyika muno. Pesi tatu hii kwa kwa ya zuida. Aya maru wazingabola mnjisei. Some of them are because of uh, climate change. Ehi, ozon layer ya siga. Like ozon layer ita prevent swebo. Kutikatu katuwa direct uh, a sunlight. So kutikatu uh, hit in a direct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if the sun hits us direct. Tulajani kakuti. Um we are going to be having skin conditions for example even skin cancer and any other uh, conditions because the sky the sun itself has got x-rays which are not healthy for our bodies mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. so talking of all these things like in terms of the problems and many other things which this climate change has made us cry you know we cannot be crying for forever like we need, we need to we <clears> need to so that's why we're actually talking about mitigating you know how can we mitigate the climate you know the the, the change in climate mm-hmm. and of which um we can encourage local communities to address threats to zambia's wildlife by the way do you know that it's not only um us that are being affected but also wildlife mm-hmm. and according to the ecosystem the ecosystem day yeah but we're all interdependent on each, each other, other. Mm-hmm. yes so like the ants down there as much as you think they're not doing anything but they're actually also helping with the soil yes they're so fertility yeah so you know not is part of wildlife mm-hmm. and uh, in english i had mentioned something about the mubumi we are all interdependent to to, to 
Uh-huh. No, interdependent. Not, no, 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 we know the way they the, the more they make the soil more fertile so to avoid to alima hi to a soil area to alima soil area then ya mena hinto to a lima my crops are go to alima they are green you get mm-hmm. so like they're going to produce more oxygen, oxygen. Mm-hmm. when they produce more oxygen then you know it's a, it's a, it's a circle of life uh-huh. in short we're all interdependent on everything so we can encourage local communities to address threats to zambia's world like we can encourage the local com- the local communities you know mm-hmm. yeah how we need to govilila the wildlife as well because it's not always that humans are the ones that are affected by climate change but hello affected, affected. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. so um other ways we can actually manage climate change is um the adaption yeah adaptation of the private public private community partnership uh it was previously known as the uh private public partnership the ppp but now it has been integrated and changed into the uh, public private community partnerships into the management of uh, wildlife, wildlife estates, estates. Uh-huh. so like in terms of uh, management of wildlife estates even the community at large you know understand to say even deforestation is part of the major causes of climate change mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Uh, for example kuti twainka kuma goesuno kuti uh, very tall tree it's a miracle <laughs> it's a miracle why because there are some of these things have not been put to place so like how can it be done um i think uh, two weeks ago i was listening to the news and i had i've just forgotten the name of the chief in kazongola where he was telling he's now put it as law anyone in his area they will be arrested by the community you know the community like the village Mm-hmm. the village council so they'll be arrested and they'll actually be removed out of that settlement area because they're trying to protect the the environment and ironically when you go to places like the same kazungula kalomo you find that there's more honey that side because there are a lot of trees so the habitants are not uh, are not disturbed and the things which stay into them are being kept mm-hmm. wild, is, so wildlife is being uh, protected. is being is in protected because of the community has accepted benefit and this way we can also make uh, beehives and make honey out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the price of a 20 liter container of, is it honey, is 1,000 kwacha. So they are making money out of their own environment. You start uh, depending on it. So the public private community partnership is. In our environment, and say to say, okay, enough of this. We cannot do this anymore. Let us do it this way and make sure that um, our even our wildlife is conserved, our environment is conserved, and every other thing is being conserved. By this, we definitely mean to say, uh, this partnership are, are going to yield more fruits in terms of climate change. Yes, Mianda. Okay, <coughs> wait, Zexy. I want to watch a good video. When I want to laugh, it's like that's when 
it just comes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so moving forward, or oh, in case you're just joining us, you're at 328 FM 98.7 and 94.3. And we are live in the studios, and it is me and Kangwa. And we are talking about, you know, climate change mitigation measures, how best we can mitigate, you know, the Jinja Majatu village, Jagu Jite Gwagu Tinguni, Wunga Wamu, Wujinta Wunga Wamu. Exactly. Today I'm, I'm, I'm with the Tongas today, like I got you. So, um, yeah, uh, and we're, we're talking on actually how we can mitigate these measures. Move towards building a stable economic landscape to reduce the cost of doing business, including streamlining, license acquisition, Easing tax compliance, visa processing and exemptions. Yeah, that word. Uh And And improving connectivity. Mm -hmm. Kango, can you please share more light on this one, please? Okay. So, like, we're looking at uh, these things on how we can build a stable economy and landscape to reduce the cost of doing business. So, we're looking at uh, including streamlining license acquisitions. So, there are some things of which we would love to do. For example, of late, um, our communities have been encouraged to say form cooperatives, form clubs, and get CDF, things like that. Mm-hmm, of course, mm-hmm. it's a well-commended uh, co- move, but of late, it was, going, it was difficult. Like right here in Mazabuka, for someone to go and open up a cooperative, like Tankala Group, for us to open up a cooperative, it would take us even four to six, sometimes even one year for that certificate to come out because of the bureaucratic ways. That are there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that are there. You go per district, per cooperative office, they'll tell you, okay, pay this much. Then you now take it to Lusaka. It can even take you one year. Now you can imagine this, these are people who are eager to work and do business. But because of them getting their license, like their certificate of a cooperative would take them a lifetime. How do you think that they're going to move together and do this business? They would rather go and burn charcoal and do other things, which are definitely going to affect our ecosystems. So these are things, if we do not address our bureaucracy, like in terms of streamline license acquisitions, we're going to um, be making uh, it more severe. Then is using tax compliance like okay of late I, I must con- commend like ZRI you know that you can pay your tax using your mobile money ac- account like right now like you don't have to go to the bank you only you can even pay from WhatsApp like you pay then you send them a screenshot on WhatsApp there's a process they will teach you how to do that uh-huh. so you pay that but equally the taxes are not supposed to be very high you can imagine a business lady in Nakambala who has got a registered uh, business is paying maybe a tax of uh, 600 per month. How are they going to pay rent? How are they going to pay all these other Namalite. things? So, yeah, and then Namalite, Yamina Dula, and all these things going up. So, this is basically just talking about reducing the cost of doing business because most people who will not go into business because they say to say the cost of doing business is quite high. Uh, equally, uh, equally on the tax, income tax, like for example for employees, um, the government can come come up in place and reduce uh, like the possible deductions. Maybe from uh, 4,500, they can even increase to uh, a tax free range of 5,000, even mm. in the upcoming budget where they can say, to say, okay, uh, we'll not start deducting at 4,500, we'll only start at 5,000. So that we are encouraging more people to have more incomes in their homes and they're looking at other ways of uh, making business and making it a, a friendly environment for us. This, uh. mm-hmm. Then talking of visa, you, I, I read an article last year, but I don't remember from which site and publication. I'm, I'm yet to confirm. So which say to say the visas in Zambia for someone to come and stay in Zambia is actually more expensive and yesterday was the world refugee day so one of the people who is staying in zambia i think is my friend he's 
his um his sick asylum in Zambia pays about 23000 kwacha every year for them to have a permit of staying in Zambia so this person was saying that um they are was appealing to the government say they should reduce those fees because it's quite expensive for him to pay 23000 to stay in Zambia and he only gets paid 2500 and I, I i i get to imagine where does he get the money like to you know actually mm-hmm. speaking of that my friend actually went through the same thing you get mm-hmm. like she was working she was a student mm-hmm. so she had like a student permit and then when the student permit when she was like done so mm-hmm. she opted to stay because she had found a job now she needed to get a work permit a work permit Yo. Mm-hmm. It was very expensive. Like imagine you're getting paid a 1000 and then you have to pay something like 33000 or something. Uh-huh. So it was yeah. Yeah. So if if we can ease all those things, we are going to mean that more opportunities will come to to our country and uh we'll make sure that we are going to hit this climate change because these these things these things people go into like in terms of uh the things which affect our environment mm-hmm. like mostly like in Zambia it's the buses the 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 buses the industries and also uh the deforestation through charcoal burning if they are eased well we're going to make sure that we're going to create a more sustainable environment mm-hmm. and then moving forward um if we can one of the measures is also continue to develop and implement the national adaptation plan for the priority sectors of wildlife and tourism as they are among the most vulnerable areas to climate change so um to shed more lights the national adaptation plan process seeks to identify medium and long term adaptation needs informed by the latest climate science once major vulnerabilities to climate change have been identified the nap process develops strategies to address them so this simply means that you know um wildlife and tourism are like the major factors that are affected by um climate change what do i mean by that wildlife like kango had mentioned in the first instance ne? you know you get um if you cut down trees mm-hmm. the moment you just cut down the tree bro like <laughs> mm-hmm. you cut down a tree the habitants as usual they do what alatija uh-huh. so yeah hence you're affecting the what the wildlife itself the whole process yeah you're affecting the whole process and then you know like you said you can't even make money from the bees if you really cut down all the trees in the area mm-hmm. you can't um you can't have um a good um and a, a good balanced you know e- ecosystem that is balanced when you are affecting the wildlife in the area so as the nap they're trying to address you know how best the wildlife can be what is can be mitigated and finding strategies so for it, let, me, let let's take a, a, an instance of you know for people to stop cutting down trees they'll need jobs you know they'll need something else to mm-hmm. do so finding a strategy to stop people from cutting the trees is by giving them something to do you know and everything like that so that's like part of the uh, nap strategies uh-huh. and then um okay we've talked of tourism né? let's look at the falls right now it's like mm. the major tourism attraction that zambia has exactly even if we've got a lot more we've got like the bilima falls with the whatever falls and whatnot whatnot so let's talk of how does that af- get affected by tourism so um lack of rain mm-hmm. means no water in rivers mm-hmm. no water in rivers means no falls no mm-hmm. falls means no tourism no tourism means no money mm-hmm. no money means what is zambia without money bad economy so you get it's like one way or the other climate change is affecting us without us knowing so mm-hmm. the best way is for what we need to like cut away with this with these human activities that we do that were what that were doing that, that are leading be. to climate change because mm-hmm. imagine if we don't we are the ones if 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 
Victoria Falls eventually just dries out. Who are we? Who is Zambia without the falls? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, who are we? And who is Zambia without the wildlife that, you know, people come all the way from, I don't know, just to come in, you know. You know that Zambia is the... Um, the only country in Africa, actually in the world, that has the cafe trees. Wow. <laughs> imagine. You're learning every day. So, because of, you know, things like that. So, imagine if we do away with the lectures. And, and the last time we went there, they're actually also running away. Like, they're literally just fleeing for better grounds, for higher grounds. Because even them, they're being affected by the climate change. There is no water. The vegetation is becoming... The vegetation is... What's, what's the positive of green? It's dry, it's drying, exactly. Uh-huh. So, like, they also move to greener pastures. Why not? End of the day, what is cafe that they are that they cafe electric? It's nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we are actually being affected when, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to add on, the the national ad- adaptation plan was um, the, the one Zambia is using right now was developed in twenty. 20 to 2023 so it's a it's a a whole three-year program on on which uh many stakeholders including the government and uh, collaborating partners are putting up in place to make sure that we take care of uh, our tourism and livestock so we need to adopt innovative uh, ways for men and women youth disabled people in communities to be to equitably participate equitably participate and benefit from uh, tourism and wildlife so before we talk about tourism and wildlife i think we've actually talked about yeah so just long ago not long ago we saw the president of uh, zambia his excellency mr Againde sami hichilema did you really was the sami important let us go with hh okay his excellency president hichilema uh-huh. <laughs> uh, with uh, his uh, Congo, uh, Congolese counterpart, um, His Excellency, is it Mr. Felix? Uh-huh. <laughs> My name is Shekedi. <laughs> yeah. So they signed a memorandum of understanding where they are talking of uh, Zambia and uh, Democratic Republic of Congo being the hub of um, creating um, what do you call these batteries? Electric batteries for electric cars. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's a, a, a step in the future and a step in the right direction. So we are looking at it this way. Yes, we are using uh, fuel right now and we do not produce our own fuel. But because of the things we do not produce like fuel, it's still affecting us in another way where uh, our environment is being um, dilapidated by the greenhouse gases which are being produced by the motor vehicles. So Zambia and Congo will be producing these batteries for electric cars which will bring income to both countries and it's going to be environmental friendly. And you know one thing I'm happy about our country right now, like in the world of climate change, uh-huh. the creation of um, the Ministry of uh, Green Economy, Economy and uh, Environment, environment yeah. which has not been there for, uh, I think, since independence. It's, it's, and then with that, it's like a first. Yeah, it's the first, which we are, st- which we are seeing to say we are, we are a step in the future and a step in the right direction because if we do not do that now, no one is going to do it for us. And if we do not take care of our environment, trust me, no one will because it is our Zambia and it is what we are taking care of. Alright, so if you're just joining us, this is Climate Change Program and my name is Mienda and I'm not alone in the studio. I am joined by one... Mubanga. I'm joined by Felix Kangwa Jr. Thank you so much. And today we're discussing what can be done to mitigate... You know me and the, the Mubanga name, just we've just refused to just... How we can mitigate the effects of climate change? Yes, how can we mitigate the effects of climate change? So you can follow the program... Um, on, uh, on our frequencies, like on you are right now. 8.7 or 94.3. And actually, we even have a caller just as I was about to open the they phone know what lines to do. for the contributions. And uh, can go pick this one up. 
Hello. 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 Afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you. Can you tell us the name and you are calling us from your street of FM? Yes, speaking to Honorable Masumba. All right, Honorable Masumba, you are through to the discussion. What's your contribution and question? Yeah, it's, a, it's a wonderful topic concerning the future for Zambia. Mm -hmm. as, as you the beacon of Zambia's uh, economy mm -hmm. is in our hands. In our hands. Yes, sir. The fuel is on high demand. Because mm -hmm. whatsoever business that you do in this world, the production of goods and services requires uh, fuel. Mm -hmm. It has become so hectic, like every youth wants to participate now under green economy so that we mitigate uh, the effects of uh, the effects of uh, burning in short. When we talk about charcoal burning, we don't, we don't just destroy, uh, we also destroy the habitat of the ecosystem. I've heard from my brother, Mwanga. Mm -hmm. He can be a good mentor to our fellow youth in Azabuka mm -hmm. on the part of the green economy. But what can be done? Since uh, even youth nowadays are dependent on the business of charcoal, maybe my brother, you've seen Mazabuka, everywhere you go, you find a, a certain house which is not complete, it has become a camp for charcoal tenants. Yes, Honorable Masumba. Hello? Yes, and just to cut you short, I've got a question for you. Um, okay. Do, do you have any memorable effects like the bad effects of climate change which has happened to you, either maybe in the agriculture sector or even in the sectors like in, as we live in our communities right now? How was it and how did it affect you? An uh, experience? Yes, like of the negative effects of the climate, climate change. change. Yeah, there's no actually. Single out one. Single uh, out one that you actually can say, okay, fine. I was negatively affected, affected by climate change. Uh, on the issue of uh, a drought. Okay. Thank you. Remember, you. Yeah, in my area, there was drought, like Mazabuka. I remember we were complaining about, you know, the people attended, they went for prayers. Do you remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 very much so. Uh -huh. <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when went out once uh, for prayers at Hokabu, Marende. Marende, exactly, mm, our Marende. roots. Yeah. We went back to our that, roots. Yeah, it was just an indicator that, yeah, that our future can be bad if you continue. Uh, as you, as you conclude, as you conclude, Mr. Namsumba. So in summary, I think uh, on the part of cooperatives, the president, his idea is uh, fine. How I wish that uh, these leaders who are involved in the CPF committees they make sure that you, those who are given the money for CDF, they invest it to other business, not to to charcoal business, so that uh, it can also help our future as we read the Zambia for our Thank right. you Thank so you much. Thank you very much. Uh, this was Masumba. We Thank appreciate for the program that we have radio station. I wish to, to be invited once in a while. <laughs> uh, definitely, we'll call you one of these days, sir. Oh, sorry, All right. Thank you.
just like Mr. Masumba has done, you too can come through on our studio power lines, yes, which are yes. You can call us on zero nine seven four zero nine seven four nine zero seven two zero seven zero zero seven six three nine eight seven nine eight seven. So we are discussing, or that we are talking on climate change mitigation. mitigation. Yes, like mm. how best can we mitigate the climate change? And I mean, we have we have seen how badly Zambia has been affected by mm-hmm. you know by the by the effects of climate change. Not only mm. Zambia. Even the surrounding, the, the surrounding areas. areas, yes. Mozambique cyclone. Anna. Oh yeah, we had the Anna cyclone. I'm forgetting. <laughs> Hello. Okay, and then that one is gone. But really, so sorry. Mm-hmm. Mubanga, you talk too much. That was that was definitely going to Mubanga, not to Felix. But yeah, so like yes, we had the cyclone Anna that actually literally almost swept off half of the population. The population, yes. Like Anna cyclone Anna really did as bad in those. And it was a topic by then, so. Right now, we want we don't want Anna back again. We have broken up with Anna. Mm. Anna, you are. <laughs> I really do hope Anna doesn't come back because uh-huh. the way the way Anna came, mm-hmm. it like it's like it's want to come. It wants to come back anyway. Mm-hmm. So we're still talking on how we can mitigate, and, and one of the measures is to increase budget allocation towards adaptation actions in the tourism and wildlife sector. You know, like the tourism and wildlife sector, I feel really plays a, a very important role in mm-hmm. this in this category because I mean. If we've got enough, if we've got if we've got a larger budget, mm-hmm. like um, towards adaptation action methods, and by adaptation action methods, these are the same things that we've been talking about with Kangwa. You know, like how wildlife actually still plays an important role in climate change. How tourism itself, you know, how the the, the climate is changing and everything and everything. So I believe mm-hmm. if um the budget is um a little bit. Escalated, uh-huh. yeah, escalated a bit. Wow. <laughs> 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 but yeah, you know what I mean. Then definitely we can try to mitigate climate change better. Mm-hmm. So we need to protect our, our environment, even as we protect our life or wildlife. <laughs> so wildlife is very important, like in terms of our uh, climate change, like we we've been talking about, like um, throughout this program. So how we protect our wildlife is by tightening uh, measures as well as the processing, the sale import and export of wild animals and um, truffles and enhance the involvement of communities in the management of game management areas. So what one thing we, we get to find out on at this place uh, at this point is this. So there are these places which have got um, like national parks. For example, Itejiteji has got the Kafue National Park. But definitely the people of Itejiteji do not benefit directly from the Kafue National Park. Exactly. So even when people get their animals like in terms of hunting like when they have got hunting concessions into these national parks the investment is not brought back to the indigenous people back hello 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 uh simon vekabuino hello yeah you can just continue yeah so the people directly there are and do not benefit that's my point like we talk about minerals being removed from Zambia but we do not see the actual benefit of the minerals there. Same applies to wildlife, same applies to our environment. Not long ago we had the issue of Mukula and things like that, the Mukula concession and things like that, where we are seeing to say Mukula is being transported from Zambia outside there. So we need to come up with better ways on how we can uh, in terms of the hunting and the processing. So instead of us processing like the raw like ivory elephant mm-hmm. why not add value to them 
into the same areas mamene mja monitor chitira hanti we add value for example we create an industry ama bids shanchani the locals are directly involved yeah. and we are going to see say they are going to protect this thing as their own because they know to say this is where they are feeding from and at the end of the day we are going to have a better country and something for the future which is going to be nice okay and then moving on again we can uh, we also have um to open up the northern tourism circuit northern lopula and muchinga provinces to enhance tourist flows i think if you mention tourism in our country you can literally you can point out some sectors of the country where you can actually go first mm-hmm. and southern um eastern you've got the luangwa river and, uh, and the luangwa national park yeah uh-huh. luangwa national park you've got um Copa, what's in copper belt copper belt the mines the mines itself mm-hmm. we've forest. got um luapula li yeah. <laughs> luapula province where we've got we've got zambia and everything you know mm. zambia is a whole beauty exactly You know like Zambia is a whole beauty on in its sense like literally we've got a lot of places to go to and then imagine if we can like open the northern circuit as well for the tourism circuit so that it can have also so that it can actually enhance you know to enhance the tourism flows because I really believe we are Zambia has just been considered under like some parts of the country mm-hmm. but it, in, in in actual sense there are like a lot of places that are still underlying you know there's actually a nice place even here in Mazabuka people don't know is there tell me oh, no you tell me after the program i'll tell you i'll tell you, no i'll tell you after the program uh-huh. so imagine <laughs> imagine actually a lot of places like those are by they would really need that kind of recognition to be opened up you know, so tourists can actually come and then just appreciate the place and then with time yeah we we'll definitely get to know them no uh, talking of the northern circuit Uh, the time the president was opening the parliament he talked about it highly and in his speech i might not quote him rightly but he said this in order to enhance the northern circuit i'm not imitating him okay so like this point was that they have to build a modern airport in kasama so that more tourists would fly directly to kasama and like coming through dosaka exactly so they're looking at tourists from those neighboring countries you understand say Southwards, Zimbabwe, Botswana, Namibia, all these other people, they come to, to Livingstone. Because I mean, uh-huh. yeah. because of the the, the border that's the border there. and also the good airport. Now, the other side, there is no good airport. Like the airport is there but it's not of that standard. Last week we just had uh, people spotted is it Jose Mourinho in Livingstone. Yeah, I saw that. Uh-huh. Imagine so, that was a big thing. Uh-huh. So those are streamlined like income lines where we can say okay instead of us focusing on destroying our environment let's promote it so they they are saying they built a new conference center right there into those three provinces because they're the, saying the nice lodges obviously so that people can uh, you know have a place to sleep nicely with a luxurious life mm-hmm. so it's more like visit zambia campaign Yeah, it's always visit Zambia. Yeah. That's, that's a good name actually. Mm-hmm. You know the time is now 14:15 is about where we Yeah, we have to say our goodbyes. We But we can't before stop Before we go, <laughs> we also need to promote tourism diversification to other products in addition to the Mosotonia Falls and ensure each province has an international airport. You know mm-hmm. your point mm-hmm. for improved accessibility while providing incentives for domestic and foreign airlines to fully utilize airport facilities, which is like um me just solidifying on what um our fellow fellow k was talking about here mm-hmm. um and then to introduce more rangers to ensure the conservation of wildlife which i don't have enough rangers eh mm-hmm. what's a ranger first ungazii kamba kashuza vyokam ranger you don't know ranger don't not 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 a ford ranger not not my power ranger samurai mm 
<laughs> anyway, so yeah, so if so to if we if we were to do these things, then definitely we can mitigate um climate change in our country. What don't you what do you think? Yeah, climate change the battle of climate change has got only two results about it. It's either we win or we win. We just have to win. We're already losing against the by the way, so but we are so winning. you need to wake up. Yeah. Like it's actually high time Mobuke. Like, you know, especially, you know, especially Zambians. And one thing that we don't get is that the locals are the ones that really need to do more for climate change to be mitigated. The problem is we are used to waiting for people to come in and tell us what to do when natural science can actually do this. You can actually do the thing. Like, he can, we can stop cutting down trees. Mm-hmm. We can start finding better methods of living. We can do things on our own. But now we have to wait for an organization, for EU, for UN, for whoever to come in. But we are a different breed right now because we have decided to say we are taking this action and we are taking the lead because without without us being involved, nothing will be done for us and nothing will be done for us to benefit. Because I, I understand to say even the listeners out there have been intrigued and they are actually thinking of one way or another what they are going to do best for their environment. Shall we today. plant trees, Nobantugaga? It's very important to Makota plant pera. trees. Yeah, we should plant just trees. Just because we want to export them. Exactly. <laughs> Like I'm talking of planting a tree, right? so you you plant a tree not because you want to export it and go take it for what it is. Uh-huh. Your business mindset always just has to come out. Because without without us getting an income, you understand to say this is where the climate change issues are coming about. So innovation brings out our better sustainability as a country. If you say so, uh-huh. you always have a way to steer the conversation into that but okay yeah <laughs> so yeah so there you have it our dear listener that ha- that w- that this has been a discussion between me and my dear lovely friend here Kangwa while we are talking about the mitigating mitigation measures of actually climate change, change. and how best we can mitigate when I, wait I forgot we had like to my text to cook my side yeah we are sorry nice program my DJ I'm enjoying the program and I'm learning something I'm appealing I'm appealing to those who ban charcoal because they are making us Zambians to suffer I'm Silva Kandeni from Shimabala thank you so much Silva Kandeni what together and Demir Frederick Jibweze from Neganegatano alright thank you so much I'm KB from Jula madam you are a good teacher now you are too fast. <laughs> he was writing. But, but I tried, but uh-huh. I, I seriously tried. I tried, but I was very slow. He was I writing. tried. I'm at, and you didn't tell me your name. I'm I, Mwanga. I, oh, uh, I'm Felix Kangwa Junior. I don't believe this one was our text. Ah, that's fine. N- nice, <laughs> nice, Mr. DJ. It's me, Kennedy Baba Man at Nega Nega to Mr. R8 Baba Shop. Nice to topic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the team. Nice topic. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And it's good to know that we actually have people that are actually following. Mm-hmm. The whole Southern province is listening. set up to make to get climate change. So, your takeaway points. My takeaway points are <coughs> that, firstly, um, the mitigation of climate change has got a lot of stakeholders to be involved in. We are starting with, first of all, it's ourselves. Number two, uh, cooperating partners, private sector, and the government at large. We need to, more especially the government, we need to come up with policies and incentives which are going to bring uh, proper climate action. For example, you say you, you plant maybe 100 trees, you'll be given maybe, if you are running a business, you'll be given maybe a tax, a holiday. There are things we can do better and make sure that our environment is the best. Okay. My takeaway points are... I believe change starts with the person and change always starts in the mindset first and foremost. So if, and 
I believe when humans put their minds to something, then definitely you would do it. Once you're yourself, okay, fine, you know, we can actually do this thing. It's not that hard. It's very simple. Then definitely we actually will be able to do it. So for me, it's shall we train our mindsets to be climate smart? Mm -hmm. Shall we do things that are climate effective? Do not litter. Do not just throw paper anyhow. Just be a climate smart individual as we mitigate climate change. Not forgetting, like Angwa said, it all starts with you at the end of the day. Then from you, that's when now someone else can come in and also help you with your idea. Otherwise, this has been me and I and Kangwa and it's a bye-bye. Till next time on this climate change program. Peace out. Peace out and we love you. Sure.